Hey all, welcome to Drums and Rums, episode podcast 80. Who would have thought we would have made it this far? Our guest on the podcast tonight is a Drums and Rums alum. Um, you've probably seen, you've probably heard me talk about him. You probably know, his, you should know his name by now. He is the musician behind our opening tune. So again, thank you and We've already talked about having me to send lots of royalty checks for him. And uh, and also, uh, he would host of the Jams and Cocktails podcast as well. And we're going to get into a lot more. He's got a new season coming up here shortly, just in, the, just in a few uh, weeks or so. And uh, so he's going to be promoting the new show live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. So I want to welcome to the podcast, Brad Brock. <laughs> So, so love it. How's 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 uh, how's the uh, holidays treated you? Oh man, uh, holidays were great. Um, you know, it's never fun when you when you have to smash up a a holiday with a with a move. Um, but we did it, and uh, and 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 we were moved into our new house, Jordan and I, and uh, and we're we're slowly working on getting the uh, the new. JNC Studio Lounge. We haven't named it yet. We haven't christened it yet. Uh, but uh, we're, we're working on getting her together for our uh, debut of season season three. All right. And, and it's funny because I was, I think I originally told you on the on the, and again I was for those that have uh, listened to the the pod our podcast together. Uh, you m- m- hopefully have seen that I was a guest on the last show, which was great, and that was a great show. And, so fun and I was, and I think I had mentioned, no, I said, got to keep the name right. But then I, and I thought last night, which we're going to talk a little bit more on a, another show that you're involved with that it, it came up again because you guys were doing the, the breaking in the christening of the new lounge or the new studio. And right. I thought, yeah, I was like, yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm, I'm now been converted over. I thought about it. So yeah, new, <laughs> new name. So I've switched. I flip flop like a politician. That's fine. I, I I flip like I flip flop like a Floridian. Let's uh, let's be straight. Uh, but yeah, you know because we, I do use the the our studio uh, for so many applications and so many different people um, to come in and 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 record with us and and do different things um, that you know I I wanted a room that was a little bit more. Uh, diverse you know or or easy easy to mold into whatever we were trying to do and uh the 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 legendary jnc lounge was an absolute stamp you know anybody that came in there and did anything in there everybody like it had its own distinct character and uh i'll always cherish that room uh but this room is much more versatile and uh very excited to be here excellent It's, it's awesome so before before we go here, we, we want to bust out something here. So again, I know you're not in person, but we definitely when we when we meet back up here, whether I come up to the studio soon, is I don't want to get let this get any colder. But today is actually so today we're taping the podcast Monday, January seventeenth, and today is National Hot Buttered Rum Day. 
No, it isn't. I, well, hey, you're the guy who was doing National Days. Let's talk about that, right? Weren't you the guy? Yeah. <laughs> well, so so you're telling me that National Hot Buttered Rum Day is on the same day as Betty White's hundredth birthday. God rest her soul. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, is that a coincidence? I'm a huge Golden Girls fan. Don't let that get out. This isn't going to air, is it? No, it's gonna it's gonna be viewed Patreon Patreon only. Patreon only. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm on, on my own uh, Patreon. So yes, so January seventh is National Hot Butter Rum Day. So that's that's interesting. I did not know that. Uh, but anyway, and I, I guess yeah. So so condolences yeah. since you were a big uh, Golden Girls fan and Betty White. Fan. Yeah, they're all together now. So it's uh it's bittersweet, I suppose. Yep. Switching over to our. Uh, Hot butter rum. So hot butter rum, if you don't know, and again, this is a rum podcast, so I think most of you will know. But again, for those that are listening, you know, this I'm always in trying to get in between the folks that maybe are drummers who don't know a lot about rum or you know, the people in the middle, right? So some of the new educate a lot of folks. When we say informative and information. No, entertaining. Entertain, that's it. <laughs> so we have um a recipe here that we use, and again, you can Google this and find all sorts of recipes, different kinds and different ways to make it, and if you Google hot butter rum, but our friends over at Instill Distilling here, these are our, they have a recipe on their site, and again, you know, become good friends with Eric uh, Tansy, the owner, and he's also got a couple podcasts uh, he's involved with, you know, so he's a big rum guy. And this is their hot butter rum recipe. So you take all of that, a stick of salted butter, a cup of dark brown sugar, a cup of light brown sugar, four cinnamon sticks, four whole cloves, and a partridge in a pear tree. No. And then two, <laughs> two quarts of hot water. Throw that all in. Now, they do theirs in a crock pot, low and slow for four, and just kind of let it steep and just kind of let it go. And then you just add a shot of your favorite rum to each of the glass. And then, uh, or you can put a whole bunch, you know, make a bigger thing. Serve it with whipped cream and, and sprinkle some cinnamons. But we're not going to do the whipped cream tonight because we may use that so, for later. Let me get this straight. So what they're doing is they're, they're with the crock pot, they're creating the mixer, essentially, right? So they're creating the mixer. And then you add whatever your favorite rum is to that mixer. And that's, that's, that's what's happening here. Yeah. So if you can see for those that are watching the video, so again, listening, you'll have to go over to the YouTube and watch the video, but here in our little Pyrex cup here, this is just a little bit and you know, and then, Oh, also then that's uh, two quarts of hot water. Now you put two quarts in, that's a lot of water, right? So we had, right. you know, we just did ours on the stove. We didn't bust out the crock pot and we did this last night. And then I just stored, you know, the, the, uh, all of that once it cooled down in a couple of bottles. So, so that's a, let's see here. Yeah, so our our friends up there in North Carolina, which are probably freezing their butts off right now there, so shout out to Eric. 100%. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know we had our, we're, we're going to have, actually, tonight's perfect night for us to have it because it's actually going to drop down, I think, into tomorrow morning, on Tuesday morning, going to be in the 40s here in South Florida. So it's... I don't want to talk about it. It's it's too cold for me, and uh, yeah, it's it's much... I, I, I'm a Floridian for a reason. <laughs> we talked about flip-flopping and I literally have more flip-flops than I do any other shoe in my closet. You're going to you're gonna have to put socks on with your flip-flops tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so this is, 
So this is it. This is a, you know, and there's no rum in it yet. So you really can, this is just the, the base. And then you can go ahead and just add whatever rum you want. Again, we're going to go ahead and add in here. So, so Brad, so since, you know, to do the honors, you know, we we sharing a cocktail here. And again, maybe we can make this when we're up at the, uh, the new studio. I'll make that for you. But somebody here in the studio is going to drink their, your share. So, so I, I think it's time to bust out our hot buttered rum as long as i don't make a mess <laughs> all right and i'm sure that my share of this is going to go to somebody incredibly worthy this oh yeah this in, this, this person that is drinking is yes your share is is going to somebody incre incredibly worthy so and special and beautiful and amazing. Yes, she doesn't have headphones on, so she'll she'll have to believe what <laughs> believe what you're saying. All right. Now, what rums are you using with that um, with that particular mixer with this this the concoction? So this from, from, rum that I'm using is the from Instill Distilling, and this one is the spiced rum. Now, who's the woman on the on the label there, Paul? So the woman on the label, and then here's this one is a Ava, uh, Ava uh, and this is not the name of the the lady, but this is actually the name of the the style. This is actually aged. Okay. This is aged rum, the Ava and Avia. I can never remember how it said. But it's uh, this one is actually aged. Um, I forget the. There's a process. It's not actually barrel aged. You know, long many years. It's actually they've they partnered with a local science technology company to kind of age the rum. So it's actually kind of neat. Uh, but yeah, so these the ladies actually that's how they refer to them. Lady one, lady two, lady three. So they they do have a, a clear or a, a light rum, mm -hmm. the spiced and the and the aged rum there. So. I can I can't remember really? the names. They do have names. These are actually real women. Uh, this is their their portraits or their their design. You know that they wrote up, and these are actually these are actually real people in this bottle, which is actually kind of cool. So that's very cool. Yeah, and we and we as our friend Kevin McLaughlin would say, we live in the future where you can you can age age booze uh, uh, without having to spend the time aging it. I, you know. I, we're getting close to putting the little uh, the little pills in from the Jetsons, so. <laughs> right. well, so well, cheers. So here, here, cheers here, Brad. So that might that might need to be a new sound effect. The ch the ching glass. Clink. Yeah, this How is pretty good. That? Oh yeah, so you, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm so, living vicariously right now. Hey, stop, stop by, and we're we're gonna talk about why you can stop by because I have a whole another bottle of what I mean that I have in the fridge. So maybe if you stop by tomorrow, uh, lead lead in to talk about maybe your upcoming shameless plugs for tomorrow. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> love it. All right. So all right, so let's get to it. Um and. Care, care, care for you to bring more in if you don't mind. So that's my <laughs> off, off, off scene bar, bar help. So, all right, so let's get into this. So, so this goes way back. So for those of you who've listened to the podcast and then, and again, thank you for checking out the podcast and 
even you know new listeners i always find it awesome to see you know new downloads and spikes and peaks somebody found out a podcast so again thank you for listening if you just found it out or if you've been a long time listener too thank you both um so if you've gone back and listened to the catalog right now this episode as i mentioned this is episode 80 so again we've we've in our second year or is it technically third? Anyway, so in March of this year, we'll have been full year, but we probably, no, two years. And then, but we're not at right at 110. Listen, guys, we are not experts at mathematics. That's why we're podcasting. Yes, that's right. Drinking, <laughs> drinking and trying to do math. Drinking and trying to do math is just not, not going to pan out well <laughs> for anyone. So, uh, but anyway, so. We're, you know, this is the 80th episode, and so this is a great time. And again, we like we talked about having Brad on, do a little bit of recapping where things are at. When, what's happened since the last podcast episode? So again, you've listened at least to the audio version of it. I think we have some video of that, which was a little bit of a crazy event, actually at the Twisted Tuna in Jupiter here at Florida, where we taped that episode where Brad had him on. And, you know, again... Brad's, as we mentioned, he's a podcaster also. He's a musician. He's a one-man band, which we're going to talk about. And uh, we were joined by a couple other partners in crime, friends of ours. And uh, it was definitely a crazy uh, night. Jaeger bombs were being shouted out in the middle of a podcast. And <laughs> Well, just to recap, or just to, like, I guess, set the scene, um, Paul invited me to come onto the podcast very very excited about it uh because it's two things i love drums and rums and, and paul so there's three things i'm amazing um and uh we came up with this grand idea to uh to do it on location at the twisted tuna in jupiter uh owned by my friends uh and and we we did it we went out there on location Johnny Ringo from the Code Rum Company was out there hanging out with us. Chris Springer, another amazing local musician, was hanging out with us. And um, it was wonderfully distracting. Uh, <laughs> it was it was so much fun to, to be out there. And uh, I was even supposed to be going to a gig right after yep, that recording. Right. And, uh, and it was too windy, and they canceled. So we were able to hang out a little bit longer. It was wonderful. Um but yeah, uh, it, it was it was very cool, and it was uh, had to be what was it? Uh, September of twenty twenty. It well, yeah, towards the end of, the end of that September uh, twenty. Well, the podcast posted toward the twenty third of September. Yep. Okay. About that twenty twenty, yeah. right? Yep. Twenty twenty. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> a year and a half ago. Yeah, man. Sixty-five episodes ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's been a lot going on yep. it's been a wild world since then so yeah so that it's just amazing to look back how quickly time flies as we know and i think social media encapsulates certain things that look back when whenever we're sharing those histories and again i'm glad to have brad back on um again like i said i know i've been a guest on his show so which is a always have a blast it's always there's always something going on if you want to see you want to see me in high heels and wearing competing in a drag drag competition that has happened, you know. Um I'm not sure if I snorted. I snorted on your podcast. I'm nice. so sorry. And uh, yeah, so anything will happen. Yeah, I mean, Brad puts himself out there too for his his viewers, his 
um, his uh, viewers, guests, or whatever you call it, and uh, whether it's being I, I will say it's incredibly self-serving. I really just do it for myself. I, I, I do it to entertain myself on Wednesday nights. You got you got no Let's gigs no gigs on a Wednesday night, and this is what he does. He he puts a shot. He puts a dog shot collar on. They answer questions when they get them wrong. They get shocked. All sorts of craziness, and uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So let's go back here. So we we started here, um, on the twentieth episode, as you mentioned there. We started out, and it was you know it was it was an awesome episode. Again, I was still I'm still kind of learning things, figuring things out, and cameras. I think you were twitching because you're like, oh, what do you you know? But I think it was it was all good, and we tried to live stream and. I gave up on trying to do live live stream on the podcast now, and because uh, technical snafus, gremlins are always going to get you. So I'm I'm okay now. Always. And uh, so what? I guess yeah, sixty five episodes ago, sixty five weeks almost right is what? Where 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 things been right? So that was for you. That was you. You were in your first season. Yeah. Um, honestly, no, like. That long ago, there's there's a there's such a, a huge, um, a huge span of time in terms of doing things weekly or generating content weekly, and um, you know what we've done from that point to now is uh, is tremendous um, in in terms of uh, jams and cocktails, but. Even for drums and rums, it's just been such a metamorphosis since that since that time, and uh, and I'm so proud of you for uh, for the growth that you've made uh, for your podcast and uh, oh, thanks. And, and getting getting to be a part of it and getting to witness it really is is a uh, is a huge treat. Yeah, so. and and I know everyone, this is going to be a little bit of a love fest, you know, and uh, <laughs> Brad and I have you know our crushes on each other. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, and and I and I have to thank you, Brad, a lot for you know, you know, call it taking on your wing, but I've been also supporting each other, right? I think it's been very mutual, right? You know, we're whether it's you help me with technical things, being your background in, in being a musician, and you know, uh, all of that, how recording and microphones and the right things, and and uh, to guests, right? You know, sharing and, and referring other guests to each other, right? Whether it's just recently having on your fellow, uh, cruise, uh, cruise, uh, mate, buddy. Um, yeah. And, you know, Graham, yeah. yeah. And then even, um, having, um, Nick and Tim from the enormous gorge on, right. That was, that was a fun show that, you know, that took place as well. Yeah. That gorge is not just big. It's <laughs> enormous. <laughs> But I'm, uh, I got to work on that. And Ringo, even Ringo, uh, made an appearance on the show too, man. Yeah, it's it's, it, you know, and and to just go back to you, uh, Alex Meixner, which was like, what a gem of a man and and a huge talent. And that was that was thanks to you uh, that we were able to have him on our pad podcast podcast. Um, and uh, you know, like. So it, it's been it's been a wonderful journey, man. And uh, I guess yeah, something I wanted to mention was, you know, podcasting is so cool because we probably would never have connected if it wasn't for that. And Chris Springer, yep, uh, he get, he gets props for that. But uh, you know, our shared love of podcasting and 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 
sharing stories and bringing people together is uh is is what brought us together and i think that's very very cool and again uh i'm very proud of of your progress uh it's it's very very cool it's been very cool to watch and uh it's i appreciate you inviting me to come back again yeah it's very, it's very cool, cool. Uh, no definitely most definitely so so let's um let's talk about a few few things here now that we're done making out and uh <laughs> For sure. And, you know, talk about, you know, the evolution of your one-man band, right? Obviously, for those, again, if you if you don't know Brad, check him out. Take Devour all of his socials, jams, jams and cocktails, or Brad Proc music. Um, he's a one-man band, which means he does it all. So where he sounds like a full band. And we're, we're going to talk about here in a little bit, which includes probably asking where does the drum part come in well he does that too right guitar sings drums so he'll talk about that and then you mentioned johnny right johnny ringo of code rum so big big props to johnny right you know super super awesome guy there we go there's a bottle of the key line code key line right what is what so is i have your... to re-up while, while while you're chatting i'm gonna yep, no no problem let me ask you real quick brad what what does Johnny say all the time about drinking the code key lime? No 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 knife. No 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 knife, no lime, no problem. <laughs> so um yeah, and then last we're you know, we'll go through, like I said, we'll talk about the sneak peek about in season three. Let's see what we can get out of Brad before he um goes live and premieres. Um I know he's doing right. I think we would you, would you call it your uh, it's like a book tour, right? You you've got lined up here over the next couple of weeks here. You're on our podcast, you'll be on another one. I think you'll be on It's true, yeah, we're on a press tour. I think you're on Sally's so, Jesse uh, Raphael so, to, um end of the week and uh, Geraldo sure, back in 1995. Bill Donahue. <laughs> oh, Donahue. Oh, too soon. So All right, so yeah, so um, let's let's yeah, let's talk about we'll go start there first. So let's talk about the evolution of the one-man band show sure um yeah so um i uh i worked on cruise ships for a very long time uh many years in fact probably too many um and uh <laughs> and when uh, on that particular venture or at least towards the end of it all i did was uh was just sit in a lounge and play guitar and uh and sing songs and it was great and i had a great time but when i was done i i gave up music completely and i was like oh, i'll never play again i got a job at a restaurant and i was a server and uh two years into that two years into that i was like no sir i can't i can't do this anymore so i need i need to get back into music but i wasn't just gonna sell myself short and jump back into the same show that i'd been doing for years um, and I was like, I need to do something bigger. Um, I had seen other one man bands around town, Ben Prestige, uh, for one. And then his younger brother, Johnny, who was just kind of up and coming. Um, you know, they were, they were definitely an inspiration for, I, I need to make more sound. Uh, I want to be doing kind of what they're doing and I need to make more sound on stage and I need to have more going on, uh, because I can't just sit still. So, uh, you know, it started with just 
me and my guitar and uh, a little tambourine that was strapped to my foot, and I got a cajon drum with a kick pedal uh, attachment, and it was just a lot of like boom, bop, boom, bop, boom, bop, boom, bop, and uh, and I, I made that work for for a year or more uh, doing that racket, and uh, that that was the first stage of the one man band life. Hold on, I think I actually found a picture of it. No way. Yes, not, way. not possible. Oh yeah, here we go. We're sharing this. No evidence, Paul. Here we go. If you guys are watching, you'll be able to see this. If you're listening, there you go. Look at that. There it is. Yeah, the cajon. Oh man, I still have a hat somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh that was a a, a gig up in uh, Cocoa Beach. I was doing a, a rum festival up there, or pi- rum pirate festival. How fun. Yeah, so, um, you know, it, it went from there and uh, eventually added a snare drum in place of the tambourine, um, and that was fun because I I, I discovered a, a, a company that makes kick drum beaters with, with drumsticks instead of traditional beaters uh the name escapes me now it's like jim's drums or something like that um and uh so i got that and you know was able to play a snare drum properly without punching holes in it (laughs) and uh that was very cool for a long time and then the thing that changed it all was uh somebody somebody asked me why I don't use electronic drums or maybe I should try electronic drums with my one man band show because I could probably do more in a more compact space. And I was like, that sounds reasonable. So I bought uh, a very inexpensive uh, electronic drum kit and kind of inverted everything and made it work for my feet. I got a couple more kick drums or kick drum pedals and, uh, I did my first show with it. It was terrible because I didn't know what I was doing at all. Uh, but then after I rehearsed it for a while, it, I couldn't go back. Uh, perfect hits every time. And, you know, because my whole goal was to not use loop pedals and to not use backing tracks. Right. So the, the challenge uh, and what makes it fun for me is is to be able to produce these sounds and, 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 and do these songs in a way that are, are at least recognizable uh, without, without any kind of support other than what I'm, I'm bringing to the table. Um, so that was, that, that's the challenge. It continues to be the challenge. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that, that was, that was the turning point uh, in terms of the drum set. Uh, Cause so now I have a kick drum, snare drum, floor tom, uh, I, I tie in a tambourine with my with my snare drum, and I play a ride cymbal with my ring finger on my strumming hand. Um, I'm somehow I'm able to strum the guitar and also uh, play the ride cymbal uh, at the same time with a trigger that I've put on my guitar. And uh, and yeah, it's, it sounds pretty. Let's take a look. Uh, uh, I'm sure I'm going to offend every drummer out there in the world, except for David Bloom. Dave Bloom actually really enjoyed uh, what I was doing, um, so it, it's it's totally fine because uh, he's legendary and he approves. So, yes, uh, Dave Dave Bloom approved 
uh, my drum kit is pretty pretty legit. And uh, oh yeah, you can kind of see it there on the screen. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's always a work in progress. I've got it to a place I really enjoy, but there's still room for for more, and I can't wait to add to it. Um, and then yeah, that's just that's just the drum part. Yeah. Of the whole one man band uh, setup, there's so much more. Yeah, so so that that and that's great because I, it, as you mentioned, right? There's others that are out there here in South Florida, and I'm getting maybe there's others out there. So please, you know, send me a message, send us a message. If you're doing something very similar to this, I would love to know that. But I think to to the point, as Brad mentioned, a lot of folks here in South Florida that are soloists are either looping to create a, you know, a little bit more sound other than a guitar and singing or a, maybe a, 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 some type of kick drum or pedal or kick drum and snare that they're using with their feet while standing up and playing the guitar. And that's, or maybe a cajon. And I used, I was playing a, you know, cajon with, I was, I took the poor man's way of taking my kick pedal and playing it backwards in the heel rather than, they have yeah. all sorts of things now where you can play like more, a little bit more traditional style of a, a kit to, to a full, a full band sound, right? Taking, you know, as you mentioned, electronic kit triggers and you've got some of your pedals actually are some of your, some of the pedals are not necessarily using beaters, but they're using sticks. Right. right? Yeah. So, so you kind of fashion that, right? I mean, there, that was something you had to make on your own, right? Yeah, uh, um, there's a company, I, I believe, uh, the guy's name is Jim, and forgive me, I, I, I don't, I, I have no idea the, the name of the company. I could almost see the logo in my in my brain, but um, the, guy, the guy's name is It's a good thing he's Jim, not sponsoring, you know, he's not sponsoring because it'd be a little... <laughs> That's true. Uh, I would probably know the name better if he was Jim, if you're listening. Um, um, but no, yeah, um, he... Uh, he creates these beaters um and and the, he makes the quiet sticks with the bamboo shoots and he also makes just the full-on uh sticks you know wood wood drum sticks um and i found that they they work a little bit better um uh, because i use mesh heads for my my drum pads and uh the beaters would just uh the traditional kick drum beaters would either punch a hole straight through the mesh or they would knock knock the the piezo uh transducers off of their you know the which are which are the pickups for the triggers it would just knock them off you know or or just totally demolish them um and that doesn't bode well when you don't have a replacement uh handy <laughs> so the sticks actually uh are a little bit of a lighter hit but they still deliver the same wallop that it needs to to make the sound and your and the triggers you use are what are they rolling or red hots or so uh as, as evolved over time i was originally using an alesis nitro mesh kit um and and i would recommend that to anybody uh entry level or beyond uh it's a very affordable and very good electronic drum kit um and the mesh heads are awesome uh so i was using that originally and uh, just for almost just for the the effect visual effect, I I decided to uh, get the Questlove uh, little drum kit that he makes, um, the pocket kit, 
And uh, I took that little, and it's a 16-inch kick drum, which, you know, is, is so tiny. It's almost the size of, of standard uh, tom, you know, floor toms. Um, and I got that, and I use, uh, I use Roland, a Roland trigger on that. I use the Roland um, kick trigger for that, uh, which is removable uh, with, a, with a twist, which is awesome. And, um, and it works really, really good, and it looks great out front. Um, so I use that for the kick drum. I still use the Alesis pads for uh, for the snare and the uh, and the cymbal and uh, and floor tom. Uh, great, great kit. Have no no qualms with it. Yeah, and, and for and again, check out check out his videos. Check out a little bit more from what I was showing there, and you know, and here here he rolls in, and I've seen him many times. Obviously, being a good friend. And supporting local music, you know, all, all the all of our alums and between both of our podcasts and so forth, we all try to get out and support each other and show up and check check out a show. And it's a uh, it's definitely it's it it adds so much, you know, especially when it's a solo night where a venue might be only wanting to pay for a solo list, but being able to bring a lot more sound to it. And then especially on a, fr on a, on a Monday night, I've seen you over it over the, the famous square grouper. And I world think world famous, world square famous. Grouper. Yes. This is where they filmed the five o'clock somewhere. So this guy has played there on the same stage, right? In that video. And, yeah. uh, no, that's not accurate. <laughs> the, the square grouper has gone through a major oh, yeah. metamorphosis oh, yeah. since the, since the days when the, uh, the money came Jimmy in, Buffett yeah. filmed at the <laughs> yeah. uh, at the bait shack there, yeah. But like on a Monday night, yeah, it's uh you know the crowd comes in and you know they, and Brad plays a good mix of blues stuff, his some of his own originals, like we mentioned his uh, song that's Once Upon a Bottle of Rum, that's our you know we start the show with, and yeah. uh, a lot of nineties, right? A lot of yeah, that's that's a good you know a lot of crowd crowd tunes there. So yeah, so it's uh definitely adds a lot more you know and it's when it comes to that drum and that beat and that rhythm and performing and it all comes together so yeah it's a lot of fun for me too you know because uh it's 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 getting to hear something that isn't just me strumming a guitar and singing uh it's an opportunity to uh to generate as you mentioned more sound and just a more cohesive uh, creative sound you know i use a, an octave pedal to run bass lines on my guitar um i use uh amplitude uh, on my ipad for all my guitar effects and uh so i'm able to to change that up as well so it's a uh, you know I'm, I'm able to put out a lot of different sounds for a lot of the songs that i do um so it's not just the same 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 every song uh which, which is great and i use a octave or a, a harmonizer for my voice so I can uh, do all those Eagles tunes and Crosby, Stills and Nash and Temptations, at least to the best of my ability. When you're not wearing your tight pants. Uh, <laughs> I'm always wearing my tight pants. Yeah, that's why he gets big tips. But I'm... <laughs> so are you, um, so there, so how many, how many gigs a, a week do you typically do? Oh uh, man. Um, I usually gig about four or five times a week, um, on average. So four it's, or five uh, times a week, right? He's also producing his show, host, you know, getting it all set up. His Wednesday night show, mm -hmm. and then on top of it, you know, other than 
um, you know, donating his time at the the local, you know, uh, old age home. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's also the producer of Johnny Ringo's show. I know it's changed. Johnny Ringo, the Johnny Ringo show. Okay, I know it's changed. Names changed a little bit, but uh, yeah. So you know, you're 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 getting busy. You know, so so I think you know, I think Brad might be, and they're probably he'll he won't accept this because you know there's he feels there's probably there's others in in the Treasure Coast and Treasure Coast area is just a little north of the West Palm area, but essentially south the southern part of Florida. But I think Brad's probably one of the hardest working guys and musicians in in the area. So I know he's too modest; he won't take that. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the hardest working guy, uh, but I definitely put in. I put in some hours. We'll just leave it at that. I, I put. I put in. I put in time. Uh, so, but it's worth it. Uh, it's worth it. So, John. It really so, is. so yeah. So the Johnny Ringo show. So let's talk about that. So Johnny Ringo Code Rum. I know you're sipping on some Code Rum there, and uh, and and that that's a show there that you guys have been you know keep mo- moving along, and it's it's been constant you know and it's it's going and I, and this was the first show back so i think a little bit of a break also there yeah um so ringo uh is a, is a local legend in south florida uh and florida as a whole you know he's he's a he's a native and uh, he's made a name for himself doing multiple things you know uh rum is really just the latest venture um and uh so you know he's a he's a local celebrity johnny ringo you can google it not the he's the pirate not not the cowboy uh <laughs> as he likes to say but yeah a dear friend of mine i met him back in 2011 at a uh at a uh event called tiki bash and uh the tiki bash throwback in fact and uh it's a it's a weekend i don't remember much of but uh but we we slated a friendship that would last up for a lifetime and uh, we've, we've kept in touch and became great friends since i ended my cruise ship career uh we we connected so i've been uh an ambassador for his rum brand code rum uh for years and uh we've done multiple events together i say multiple but it, it's it's probably in the hundreds of events at this at this rate um and yeah and the latest Venture was was getting back into the radio game. We had the pirate radio show on the coast uh, radio station up here on the Treasure Coast, and they they uh, sold to a Christian radio station. So uh, that kind of got put on ice for a little bit. But your then form, I convinced Ringo. Ringo. Yeah, your format didn't fit. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. We would yeah, have had to change some things up. Well, I mean, you're, you're on a Sunday. It could have been definitely about spirits, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it could have been. <laughs> but yeah, so I convinced him to continue it uh, in the form of podcasting. And, uh, you know, podcasting is, is a pretty new thing uh, in the last 20 years, I guess. Uh, but to anybody older than that, it's, uh, you know, newfangled. Uh, but I, I convinced him to do it. And, uh, and so we've continued it as the Johnny Ringo show, which I also was like, everybody knows your name. Nobody nobody cares about pirates uh sorry if i've offended any pirates out there uh but so so we continue on man and we do a lot of stuff about florida of history we we have a segment each week about treasure hunting which is if you don't know if you're here in florida and you don't know that this is the hotbed of of sunken treasure uh in the world um then you 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 need to get out more or listen to the johnny ringo show 
Um, but we, we have legendary treasure hunters on each and every week to talk about that. We've had Taffy Fisher, who is Mel Fisher's daughter on the show. And she brought a, uh, a $100,000 silver bar into my house wow. uh, where our studio was. It's the most money that's ever been in there in, 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 ever. Uh, the property, very got, cool. the property got, a great went story. up by a, a bunch, right? <laughs> yeah, and then it dropped incremental or dropped massively when they left. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, we we talk with with people that are out there each and every day looking for treasure on the bottom of the ocean, and um, and Ringo's just a he's a gem, man. He's uh, yeah, he's, he's hilarious and sweet. And uh, and the show is really a lot of fun, and I I co-host on it too, so uh, I'm funny. Yes, sometimes. your fish your fishing reports. Yeah, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, I get my fishing reports from White's Tackle. Oh, don't tell anybody and, uh, that. And, and I read them verbatim. We're, we're candid now on the Drums and Rums podcast. Um, I read them verbatim. Sometimes I don't even pre-read them. Sometimes I just get them cold and I read and I don't know what the words are, so I make them up. Uh, oh, wait a minute. And, uh, wait, 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 wait. All right, let's, let's stop right there because I want to I give somebody to kind of that you give a lot of hard time to somebody else about reading and knowing how to say words, okay? <laughs> so you're, the, the beautiful Jordan on the Jams and Cocktail has her a segment and is... <laughs> You know, and and she's reading all the current events and birthdays and so forth. And, you know, and a certain person in the room there gives somebody a hard time about big words. Yes. Okay. 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 But that's fair. Uh, and, and many times in that case, she does get a cold, a cold copy of, of her, her script um, for that segment. Uh, sometimes by on purpose and sometimes because we're just you know uh, as we mentioned earlier like i put in a lot of hours so uh you know sometimes the news comes down the pipe uh right at the uh right at the just before we start the show that's right uh, so she, yeah she gets in there and reads uh and yes so we are we are kindred in uh getting our scripts last minute and uh, and just reading them verbatim so, off the sheet. So so check out that the check out all of you know, the entire Brad show again. It's streamed live on YouTube and Facebook, eight p.m. Eastern time, and on and on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. And yeah. One of the segments we're talking about is uh, the Jordy Files. So definitely check it out. It's definitely a fun fun uh, read. It's getting a lot better. I'm doing a lot more to get her the script ahead of time so that she can go in and edit and and make it more more her style um, because she, you know, Jordan works a day job, full disclosure, and uh, she doesn't have time to uh, mess around with all my shenanigans most of the time. So I had to, <laughs> I have to do it myself, uh, but, uh, but she's amazing and, uh, and it's gotten a lot better. So she's awesome. Uh, the fishing report, by the way, on the Johnny Ringo show, not much better. Still have no idea what a snook is. Uh, yeah, I think he gave you a hard time on his, uh, yesterday's show about that, right? Yeah, he always does. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that's, yeah, you said that Johnny's show is kind of evolved, as you mentioned, from a pirate, you know, a little bit of pirate name theme to ch a name change to having another, a different co-host before also. Mm -hmm. And then now kind of, you know, more or less in the studio is you and him and is talking to, uh, Bill Black, right? He's a local. He's yes. A, right. 
And Local and legendary treasure hunter, Bill Black. And uh, so, yeah, so it's definitely interesting. If you're interesting, you know, learning about, you know, if you're, if you're listening to the podcast here and, you know, I know we got a lot of listeners that are outside the U.S. and, and, else, and elsewhere here in the U.S. as well, but just to how fascinating Florida is, how fascinating some of the history is, you know, and the shipwrecks and you hear all these stories and there's still, right, Brad, there's still a lot of things out there to be found, right? Listen, man, there is more gold and silver on the floor of the ocean than in all the vaults on the surface. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that wild? All right. So we, we need, we need to like, yeah, the heck for the podcast and we need just to go and I don't know, I don't know how to speak. We need to go. Yeah. We need to go treasure hunting. Yeah. So speaking of that, wait, so, so speaking of that, did you guys recently just take like a, a boating trip or something just recently? Uh, a, a few months ago. Uh, might even be more than that now, but uh, we we did take a little trip out on um on one of Bill Black's ships, uh, and we just kind of went out and hovered over the the cabin wreck in Sebastian, uh, which is a as a well known shipwreck, very close to shore, um, and they're still continuously finding things out there on that wreck, um, and yeah, so we went out there and we filmed a little, and we uh we we had a little. Uh, chat about that area and uh, in the future for search and salvage which is uh, Bill Black's treasure hunting company uh, and it was it was a great time it was a great time it was very rough out so like I don't get seasick uh, very easily and I was like okay I've had enough let's let's take this back in. so now that's 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 I know it's always fun it interesting so let's just listen to some of those stories about I mean the history is, as most people know, I've talked about just loving the history and talking to people and about these things. And you, your mind starts kind of, you know, like reading a book without you're, you're visualizing everything yourself. So that's that's pretty cool. So, yeah. So, and actually on that that little trip that I was telling you about, the uh, the man at the helm um, w- was actually on the on the crew that was. Um, salvaging the atosha which is probably one of the most famous shipwreck finds treasure finds uh in history mel fisher um and uh so yeah and it was it was cool to get his perspective and that he's still out there doing it to this day uh is very very cool uh it's 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 a culture it's not just a job so uh treasure hunting is a thing can can you imagine just like that's what you want to tell your parents that you after after being a musician and uh, or working you know, running off the circus that you want to focus your career on being a treasure hunter i i feel like being a being a rock star being a treasure hunter and and being in the circus are all under the same tent if you will big the big top boom <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, we'll work on getting that real sound effect love it love so, it so yeah. So yeah. Now I and 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 again too. You have local local charities, local businesses. Um, I know Johnny's now involved in uh, beach tennis. Is that right? Beach I guess tennis. It, yeah. That's a huge thing. You know. Again, apparently it's huge in South America and and also outside of the U.S. And they just it's becoming it's becoming it's the biggest growing or the fastest growing sport in the U.S. Um, and it's yeah, and it's a lot of fun. You know, it's it's a it's it's like 
volleyball with 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 tennis rackets. It's really a lot of fun. Um, and you're on the beach. You're in paradise, which is what people come here for. That's so. very. I, I remember going over to the tournament that was back in I think November or October, and it, I knew it was the rest of the country must have been a little bit cool. I'm like. <laughs> it's awesome to live in paradise here here i'm on the beach on the beach in november and people are playing tennis and especially certain you know visuals and we'll just leave it at that Uh, and yes of course missing those in the north and here we sound like two creepy old guys (laughs) oh great we could edit that out right (laughs) so very cool so yeah so definitely check out you know check out uh Johnny and Brad on Sunday nights on Facebook, right? Facebook Live. Yep. 5 p.m. Eastern time as well. And, that's right. Um, so, yeah, so that's a good time listening to uh, the stories there with uh, their guests, you know, Bill talking about treasure hunting, Brad's fishing reports. And, um, and we have a ton, yeah, we have a ton of guests uh, varying from musicians to, to uh, entrepreneurs to uh, charity people. Um, it's it's really a lot of fun and I, and again like Ringo one of my dearest friends and uh and he's wildly entertaining so it's worth a worth a check out for sure so so let's let's see what I can get out of you about a sneak peek about season 3 Oh my god I might have to get another drink for this All right so yeah so let we'll let Brad refresh his cocktail there cuz again this is Drums and Rums, Meats, Jams and Cocktails, Part Do. And uh, this is what it's all about there, especially if you, you know, again, tune in and watch Brad. So very, it's a very engaging show. They're engaging with folks in the chat. You know, again, the chat also has ver- is very active. People talking amongst in the chat. You know, again, everyone's having a great time watching all the shenanigans and um, learning about some new yeah, man. local musicians. Right. And again, I think that's a, that's a big part of the show there is what the foundation of you know, do you, will you still have a, a good, you know, a lot of Latin studio guests or? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and it's kind of what makes jams and cocktails special um, is that it, we, we, we leave a lot of room for the imagination in uh, the live show really creates a, a, a atmosphere uh, of, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, see, see what I mean when it's not live. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, uh, it, it makes it creates a an intensity because it's happening now. Right. You know, um, so, so we don't have the luxury of, of being able to do a stop and and reset or whatever the case is. So. We, what we're doing is what we're doing. Um, so it requires a lot of planning and, uh, and to be able to do a lot of the things that we do in terms of, you know, having musicians and getting up and going and performing and then coming back and, and doing all our random games. And, um, you know, so we, we don't really have a lot of time to, to sit and think about what we're going to do. We we just have to kind of have it planned and, and roll with the punches. Um, so the live, you know, and we've discussed, you know, maybe pre-recording it and then presenting it. Um, but I was like, no, man, doing it live, it, 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 it's no, no it net. creates 
right? Yeah, there's no net. You know, we're we're a tight wire with no net. You know, and and a lot of times we fall, and like, and it's okay because because uh, it's not reality. So we just get up and do it again. Um, but it is it is a lot of fun to to present things live and um, and things that are off the cuff. Uh, thank God we're not sanctioned by the FCC at this point. Um, so we can just kind of roll with the punches. Um, but it is fun uh, to do lives and interact with our live viewers. Um, and yes, in season three, uh, we will be bringing out season two was was kind of a tester um, on on a different format, which relied less heavily on uh, it performing guests and and more on having guests in being involved in our conversations and, uh, and you know, kind of being an entertainment podcast, touching on, on, on hot topics and, uh, entertainment news of the day. And we're still going to proceed with that. Uh, we do have plans to bring in more guests in studio, uh, and otherwise. Um, so we'll be having some remote guests. Uh, we'll be having some, we're kind of switching it up. We're going to have some pre-recorded interviews. Uh, we're looking at, uh, more well-known regional musical artists. Um, so that's something that we're going to be presenting. Um, our very first in-studio guests that we're having uh, is the Killbillies, mm. our friends Ben and Hector of 561 Music Podcast. Uh, their band will be in here with us, and we'll get to know them, and they'll play a little bit of music live for us. Um, so that's coming up in two weeks, um, but our season premiere is probably going to be a shit show. Not going to lie, um, it's our first time in our new studio. Uh, it's our first time being back together as a group in a while. Uh, there may be a mystical, magical guest uh, coming in with us, uh, but I can't divulge that. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll definitely have a challenge that we're going to be doing. And, uh, and more importantly, we want to, people to tune in live and, uh, and we want to interact with you and we want to talk to you and, uh, and really introduce you to our new space, which I think is going to be amazing. Uh, very, very excited about it. So yeah, season three is going to be wild, more musical guests, more guests, and we're also going to be focusing more on the cocktail side of our show. We nice. always do our shot of the week or our cocktail of the week, but we're actually going to be focusing on our local breweries. Uh, we're going to be focusing on our local distilleries. Uh, and more importantly, and most importantly, our local bartending staff. Uh, we're going to be having them on as guests to share their experiences and, and, and what they're doing and try to drive some of our local people out there to go and 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 pay homage to them. Uh, so, you know, we in the past we've had a lot of music uh, guest wise, and uh, I think now it's time that we have more guests cocktail wise. Yeah, there you so, go. So, yeah. very very excited. Uh, one of our first guests are going to be Hop Life Brewing. Very very good friends of ours, and uh, very excited to finally get them in here. And run them through the ringer. Uh, it's just going to be great. That's no, that's I, I love that idea and about having you know somebody who's you know an actual bartender other than you know 
others that you may have uh, help out on over in the bar in the, in the old studio <laughs> who usually yeah, yeah. who usually make a mess and then <laughs> paul le- it, yeah say hey is there anything you can help me clean up no no go ahead i got it you know it looks like you know bomb went off yeah it's it, 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 the day after let's talk about the legendary jnc lounge for a minute the day after our podcast after i've been drinking all night we've had magical times we've made great memories i get up in the morning and i go out there and i'm like oh my god what happened out here the the very last uh, uh, season finale of season two uh i went out there and at the end of the night you guys you didn't get to see this on the show but uh jordan had made what did she make it was chicken wings we had we had a ton of chicken wings and so when the show ended everybody went and grabbed a plate of chicken wings and came back in the lounge and we were talking and drinking and carrying on eating chicken wings I found chicken wing bones everywhere in this place. Uh, it, it was just such a riot, man. And, and oh, I'm getting a little emotional. Uh, it, that lounge was so cool. And I met so many incredible people and really solidified very, very cool uh, and important relationships in that room. And, uh, you know, um, I, I will be forever grateful for my time in that space. Um, as as obnoxious and crazy as it had become, uh, in in many many ways, uh, it it was undeniably beautiful, and uh, and I hope that this space that we're in now brings that same energy. Uh, very very excited to share it with everybody. Jams and Cocktails live podcast debuting season three, January 26th, 2022, 8 p.m. on Facebook Live and YouTube. Yeah, Eastern time. That's my shameless plug. There you go. Shameless plugs early. Yes. The Eastern Eastern time. So if you're listening to the podcast. Eastern time. Yes. I know we have some some folks that tune, listen in in Europe and in Asia and, and, you know, so the Time time zone, Brad. I'll tell you some of the some of the guests that I've had on. It's a uh, it's interesting with the time zone change. Whether it's you know you know uh, the recent one we had, our first one of the year was with uh, Winnie uh, Pascast and her uh, yes. bandmate there, JP, and you know that was thirteen hours ahead. And uh, we oh, were God drunk. didn't didn't we didn't I crash one of your Friday nights? You did right with yeah. a, with a gentleman from Australia. Yeah, like, that's it right. Was eight in the morning. And we were raging. Oh, it, I, I forgot. I wish I had. I should have, should have grabbed the book. But yeah, no, yeah, that was Matt Murphy, the author. Matt of, Murphy. Uh, and I, oh, I, I, how could I forget that name? And, like and, literally, he's the third Matt Murphy I've ever met in my life. So, I, does that include guitar Matt Murphy? Matt from the guitar Blues Brothers. Murphy from the Blues yes. Brothers. Do you, I did meet him. No way. I did. I did. Wow. 100%. I have his autograph somewhere. Yeah, he did. He did not give it to me. Uh, it was it was reluctant. Let's just put it that way. It was it was Matt, what was this like? And you were serving them at a at a on a cruise ship, and you said, "Hey, can you sign this, sir?" It was basically like that. Uh, Matt was very old when I met him, and uh, he and maybe signed five hundred autographs at that point. Uh, 
and when I when I finally got to him, it was my job as a cruise ship employee to bring a stack of posters, which ultimately were going to the entertainers on that particular uh, charter cruise. Uh, so it was a big it was a big music festival, and so my job was to get everybody to sign these posters. And they were being distributed back to the entertainers. So all the entertainers had signed copies of these posters, right? So cool. uh, I showed up to Matt Murphy Station with just this massive stack of posters. Oh, wait, there's and more. He gave me, and he gave me the look of like, are you kidding me? And I was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. They told me to do this. <laughs> and he said, no. But he signed one, and I pocketed that motherfucker. <laughs> hey, so man, I have it. If you don't look out for yourself, who's going to look after you? Right? Rule number one. But yes, so Matt Murphy, there was another Matt Murphy that I worked with on cruise ships. Um, for a while, we were, we were trading off. So, like, I would live in Matt Murphy's uh, cruise ship house, and, uh, and then he would come and, and move back in. Um, oh, that's uh, too funny. So, yeah, yeah. And then and then Matt Murphy, of course, uh from the Rums and Drums podcast, uh, with his book that's right. from Australia. It's in uh, and good. Sorry, good. No, oh, yeah. And that's it. Yeah, I I've I've finally got a chance to start sitting down and reading it and I'm like, this is interesting how you know, the story, the history and how it's he's he's kind of writing the book. And again, from an Australian perspective of words and writing and style and so forth, which I kind of, kind of, I find kind of neat there. So, so yeah, I, I think you, you, you've actually got, you're sitting on a whole nother gem of, I think a whole lot of other stories and things just, just from the cruise days of life on the cruise. Right. And, uh, well, that's a whole nother, that may be, that's uh, show that you can do. I'm going to give you an exclusive right now. Are you ready, Paul? So, there is a new podcast coming from uh, the Brad Brock Empire. Ooh. Um, are you ready for this? This is exclusive. Do it. It's called Brock Tales, a travel podcast. And so it will be me. Surprise, surprise. Uh, basically sharing a story about a place that I've traveled to but then also really diving into the culture and the geography of that particular place. And they're going to be 30 minute podcast episodes. Uh, so you're going to get the story and you're going to get the history and you're going to get the geography. Uh, and, and, and then of course my highlights of things that you need to see when you're there, um, they are going to be pre-recorded and they're going to be dropped as an entire season uh, at once. Um, so, Stay tuned for that. Nice. I'm not sure when, when that's going to drop, but it is in the works. Uh, and it's called Brock Tales. Nice. Because, nice. because I'm Brad Brock. Well, let me give you applause for that one. I'm going to take it. But yeah, so that that's uh, that's that's coming up. That's exclusive. You're the only one next to Jordan who knows about this. Very cool. So now, yeah. You, and right. now everybody listening to this podcast. Right. My millions of listeners. So, um, but yeah, no, that's great. And again, hopefully for those that are listening, you know, I know a lot of folks that are follow the rum world of the side of the podcast. 
you know, and whether they're here in the Bahamas or just like our last guest, uh, Toby Tyler, he's in the Bahamas there, or, or guests, like I said, other, other throughout the out, uh, other locations in the Europe, et cetera. And uh, just to listen to stories. I think people, you know, especially when it comes to the podcast, is just listening to, as you mentioned, you know, the the recap that I did for the Rum Festival and just somebody, you know, just kind of listen, just you know, think through it and you're listening. And it's not so much a, you know, uh, interview podcast or, or or a co-host host podcast talking about a topic, you know, so, and, and, you know, I've kind of looked at yeah, stories. About doing stories are fun, man. Yeah. Like I, I, I Cr- really, crime stories, uh, man. the crime stories are, that's a huge yeah. thing, right? Oh my God. They're, they're super huge. It's unbelievable. But I really did enjoy your episode recapping the, the, the 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 rum festival in miami or or down down that way anyway um you know uh it it, it was it was really a lovely listen and insightful and and it was just you talking with some great music in the background it was really great i really really enjoyed it go check out that episode you guys um but yeah man um so yeah, the, the the new podcast will be will be easier for me to produce because I'm just telling stories and then, and then you know adding record, in right? yeah. little tidbits. Um and uh and I think it's it's a great way for me to kind of bring my journal or my diary out to uh to existence. Um because I, I, I have some great stories I've never told mm. um that are that are just that should be told because the the world is a is an incredible place um and I, I feel like especially in these times you know we we understand that the world is vast but we don't really understand the the way people are living um outside of where we live you know right. uh, yeah. and and i had the the privilege to to travel and and not just go to a place one time, but go back to that place dozens of times and make friends there and uh, and really, really dive into their culture and and do normal things like buy toothpaste and, you know, and, and things like that at the stores. And, um, you know, uh, what it what it showed me is that we're all human. And uh, at the end of the day most people just want to work, make money and go support their families. And if we can find that common ground with everyone everywhere, I I feel like we can, we can make it work. Um, You know, it's not so grandiose. We're just people doing people things everywhere on the whole planet. Um, So it was really a eye opening, fascinating thing for me to do. I'm really glad I did cruise ships. Um, it was eye opening and it made me grow as a human being. Um, uh, so if you ever have a moment, anybody listening or you, Paul, even, uh, if you ever have a moment where you're like, I've just grown as a human, I've just grown or had this experience. And now I'm, I feel like I am a, I'm a grown up now, uh, cherish that because, uh, you don't get a whole lot of those if you're just mulling around in your hometown and not really getting out there to see how people live uh when they're not right. living just like you it's uh it's incredibly humbling uh i was not a very humble person before cruise ships 
Uh, it was a very humbling experience for me. And when I came back, all I wanted to do was just be the best person I could be. Uh, and uh, making that change really opened up a billion doors for me. It's 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 a lot better now. Right. I'm a lot better. I, no, I I appreciate you sharing that because I, I I think you hit hit a lot of things in the head there. You know where we're we're all in this rock together, and we all have maybe come from different places and so forth. And again, listening to different people's perspectives, different cultures, different things, how people live, you leave us you know we're here in the u.s and and yeah there's a lot of times we only know these things here in this big country but then a, just a far stone's throw here in the caribbean it's a different world and people live differently and they have things differently and if they any less it's just it's just how it is and to be able to and you know that's awesome that you were many times you became a familiar face getting off that ship every time you stop in that port and somebody would recognize you live there and you meet this person and that's that's you know amazing that that cruise cruise ship you know kind of career gave you that and um and yeah getting out there i've i've had uh I had somebody i know many years ago had told me they went uh, they were in a bowling league and they uh, the, the prize wasn't like a trophy and money it was a a cruise ship and they lived mostly their entire time and never really left. They lived up in North Florida and the cruise ship. And they went and did the cruise and came back. And, it, and, he, and he was, he, the way he described it, he had culture shock. Because he's like, I left my little pond and see what it's like. See what it's like in these islands, you know. And again, I'm not knocking. It's just, it is different than here in the U.S. It's a different way of life. It's a different style. There's, there's. We think we have poverty here. There's poverty, you know, a lot worse. But I know, I know, we're getting a little off on a tangent there. But no, but yeah. but, but you're absolutely right. If you don't see how the other half lives with your own eyes, it's really hard to um, yeah to uh, make sense of it. Uh, if, if the only way that you see the world is through your news channels or or you know like uh, or travel channel which glorifies everything. Don't get me wrong. Love or at least loved the travel channel when it was the travel channel. Uh, now I think they just do ghost shows, but um, um, you know, uh, it, it's to see it with your own eyes and to be objective about it. Um, because if you go on a cruise and you just want every place to just cater to you because you're an American cruising uh, and you never leave the cruise port. You're just doing your shopping, getting your shot glasses and doing your thing. You're not doing yourself any justice. Um, if you get out of town and you go in and then see some culture and soak it in, uh, it's just really, really medicine for the soul. It's just going to make you a better human. If you know how everybody else lives on earth, if you've experienced that, you're going to be better. There's no possible way that you're going to be worse. Um, you you just have to open yourself up to that. Uh, cruising, in my opinion, is the most incredible way to spend a vacation uh, if you do it right. Uh, it's the best way to travel because you get to see a lot in a very small amount of time. Um, and it's all about the experience. Yeah. Go and experience it. Live it. I, I hope the cruise industry has a massive resurgence you know covid really put a kibosh on a lot of it and is still a, a a massive concern for a lot of people but we'll get through that 
and then I hope people get back to cruising. Uh, and I hope that when they go, they, they, they really take a moment to take in their surroundings versus just going straight for the gift shop or for your local McDonald's, which is everywhere. Like, go do something local. We all say support local here. When you're abroad, support local there, too. You know, uh, yeah. it's it's. It's all the same. You want to talk about appreciation for those people that get off the ship, right? And spend a little bit of money and on those little islands or places and yeah. the tourism and things that the you know the, the cruise cruises bring to the areas and so forth. So yeah, no, it's Huge. a it's definitely yeah, no, I appreciate I yeah, I can't wait to hear the, the new uh, the new podcast there. It definitely will be uh it's gonna be crazy, dude. And I will have guests. There will be guests, uh, uh or or as I'll call them accomplices in many of those adventures. Um, so I'll be reaching out to those people that were Just to corroborate there the with me. Yeah, to corroborate the stories. Because uh, some of them are, are wild. Um, but it is going to be, it's going to be very fun. And like I said, it's not going to be like a, you listen to one and you, then you're stifled for a week. Uh, it will be dropped as an entire season um, at one drop. So, so you can binge it. it. Oh. Um, and, then, and then I'll work on the next one. Um, I have, I have that many stories. Unbelievable. Excellent. All right. Well, very cool. So, all right. So we're, we're at a part of the segment here is, um, I think we actually, when Brad was on an episode 20, as we said, 60, no, 15, did I forget 15? Sorry. I'm trying to do them again. We already talked about not trying to do math. <laughs> Mathematics. Yeah. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're podcasters and we're drinking is, uh, 65 episodes ago. Right. So, and he did go through the litany of questions. He didn't have a name yet, and it kind of was something like that. And Brad actually has also a very similar, the Lipton tea. We're still keeping that segment on the show? Oh, 100%. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, in four sips or less. So, with our segment here, so Brad is both a, you know, a rummer and a drummer, as we talked about, right? So we're, we're going to go, we're going to call this one, we'll go within four sips, because I know we could have went either way with hearing four beats or four sips or less. Again, you listen to the podcast enough, all depends on what the guest is. So now he may or may not be very familiar with some of these questions. So I'm going to full, full disclosure, I may be ripping some questions off that he may already know questions to. <laughs> Heard. All right. So here we go, Brad. So. In four sips or less, what is your favorite curse word? Fuck. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even need one sip for that. <laughs> In four sips or less, what's your least favorite taste? Oh man! And if you think, if you think this is a good question, you can steal this one for the uh, the segment. It's- it's really good. Um, uh, my least favorite taste. <laughs> oh, I hate being put on the spot like this. So I can't remember um, now. You'd asked me the question, it was, and I answered something about curdled milk. So I can't remember if it was the smell or it was like least favorite smell. Is that the question you ask usually? Uh, a sound. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't, uh, my least favorite taste. Um, I really. Oh man! Do you, do you need to phone a friend? 
Maybe. Where, where's Jordan? His, Jordan his, I'll tell you, his least taste. favorite taste is a whole big spoonful of cinnamon. Um, that That's pretty terrible. Check out that cinnamon challenge he did on his podcast there. Um, I would say maybe uh, cauliflower. I really am not a fan. Um, it's really overall just the worst. Okay. Maybe we're going to try some we'll with, some with cauliflower. cauliflower. All right. So maybe we could try some with buffalo barbecue buffalo sauce on it that may change it okay that may change it but but just straight straight cauliflower i hate it all right all right so four sips or less what's your favorite rum code rum of course obviously there you go there's a soft, there's, there's a soft but uh, but uh, listen man i really do like rums um code rum had a, a very great uh, aged rum called Commodore's Cut. Uh, I'm not sure if they're making it anymore. Uh, it's out. It's above my pay grade. But uh, but it it's any kind of rum that has that funky leather shoe rum, that aged barrel aged bullshit. Man, that's my life. I love that kind of rum. I'm not a huge fan of sweet rums. With the exception of the key lime rum that I'm drinking tonight, because I think it's a great mixing rum, and uh, and it's definitely my favorite in the code rum family. Mm. But uh, but yeah, and then Bacardi, Bacardi White is probably my uh, go to. My, my go to. Yeah, yeah, only because it's attached to so many crazy memories. So anytime I sip it, it like takes me back there, and it's wild. But uh, but yeah, Commodore's cut. Of uh, of code rum is is definitely my favorite rum. Okay, all right. Last question: <gasps> Who's on your guitar, Mount Rushmore? Oh my god! How many people are on there? There's four on, people on, on Mount Rushmore. Four, four, four. Yes. Great. We're learning things every day. I'd love to hear if you put yourself uh, on there. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Clapton, uh, Jimi Hendrix, John Mayer, Ooh. and uh, I guess Eddie Van Halen. Uh, his birthday's coming up, and I can't do anything that he does on guitar. So, like, that's something that I strive for. Um, yeah, I would say I would say those four. Those are my four. Picks. All right, all right. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Pretty good ones. Yeah, I don't. I don't get a chance to ask that one as much about from a guitarist perspective. I've had a couple folks that are on. Um, mostly it's drummers, and you know, again, it, it does. Folks have to kind of think about it, right? I mean, we can talk about a drum rush mount. Mount oh, Rushmore. that's true. I, I, yeah, I apologize. And all right, so you know, I'll give you a fifth question here. So here we go. We're breaking. We're breaking rules here. So, who's on your drum, Mount Rushmore? Neil Peart, hundred percent. He's the first one. He's George Washington. Um, and then obviously Ringo Starr, because we all learned recently how incredible he is as a drummer. Um, and then Buddy Rich, obviously, mind blowingly. Yep. And then drum, and then drummer Dan, my 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 best friend, my drummer from the 
from the Renegades yeah. band. Oh, back yeah. in the day, I forgot yeah. we haven't even really tapped into that way back. Brad stories. Well, you're gonna have to have a you're gonna have to have a series of Brad Brock episodes because there's a lot going on, pal. Like <laughs> that's right. You're yeah, have to have a whole Brad Brock season. Of uh of, of of what we've gotten into. So if you're listening, if you're listening, definitely comment. Or if you're watching the video here, comment if what you if you if you want to see more Brad and especially it's like the prequel, like Star Wars. We went back to the beginning of time to start the whole story, <laughs> right? So, who, so yeah. So here's the question: Is who who plays little Brad in the TV show? Oh, that's that's obviously whoever the most adorable child star is at the time when we start filming uh, will obviously have to be a very small child no to be fair man i was a pretty normal normal height kid until high school where my where i just stopped growing so yeah if we go back in time it'd just be a normal kid it's the midlife before all of this uh, that we're gonna have to find. Uh, maybe the guy that played Tyrion. We should do that. Oh, there you go. And and what was the saying in Game of Thrones? Right, he drinks and know things. I drink and I know things. Charlene just said off camera here. <laughs> she said that's who I was thinking. Perfect. Yes. All right. So please, somebody knows. Uh, I'm. Geez, we should know his name. Not Peter Dinklage. That's, yes. Yes. Name, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Yes. Please, at him. We got a whole story here. Peter Dinklage. I know. I don't know. So you're gonna. So are we asking that. Yeah. So Peter Dinklage is gonna be playing Brad Brock. Yes. I mean, he's a beautiful man. He's oh he's so, he's great. I'll he's, take it. Oh his his humor and all his things, even outside of it. I mean, hell is even his performance in Elf. <laughs> yeah. Say it one more time. Say it. Well, I forget that he was in that film. He's great. He ran down the table to tackle Will Ferrell. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So I appreciate it, Brett. So let's let's wrap this up here again uh, to steal something from you there to, to your shameless plugs. What do you what do you want to get out there? What do you want to end all of this uh, this fun for folks to make sure that you're hitting home for them to check out everything you're doing and again and so forth. Right on. Um, if you want to see me play drums with my feet, come out to any of my shows. You can go to bradbrock.com and uh, see my entire show date if you're in Florida. Um, you can also follow me on social media, uh, also including YouTube, where you can see all the videos of things I do with my feet. Um, foot fetish people are welcome. Come on in there and subscribe to my only, uh, only fan <laughs> subscribe to my, to my, 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 my Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, come out and, and see that. Uh, please go to thecoderum.com. Uh, check out uh, the brand that I love and uh, and support. Uh, it, it's a great rum. It's it's fun to drink, and it's fun to drink with other things. Um, Jams and cocktails podcast. Um, we we have a very long standing. We just celebrated our one hundredth uh, episode, episode before, before we, we took a break. break. 
um, before we took a break. Um, so we're going to start it back up again because we had to move to a new place um, and we're very excited about it. Uh, so please go and check out jncpodcast.com for new episodes coming up in just um, just two weeks uh, from, from this point. Um, January 26th is our premiere of our third season. Very, very excited. So go check that out. Um, keep an eye out for Brock Tales, the podcast. It's a travel podcast, and uh, that's going to be coming to you in season, so you'll be able to binge that. Um, and, and, and yes, uh, uh, I guess my last shameless plug is get out there. Don't be afraid of people. Go out there and meet some new people. Get out there and, and, and learn about the people in your neighborhood because at the end of the day, it's not about knowing everybody on earth. It's about knowing the people in your neighborhood. Um, we more important now than ever. The people closest to you should be the most important people to you. And uh, and, and I really encourage you to know your neighbors and, and be a good neighbor. I think that's I think I'm stealing that from an insurance company, but it, it really is good advice. Um, and uh, and keep listening to drums and rums because they're doing things like yeah. this. Woo, and it's awesome. awesome. And uh, I will be on five, six, one music podcast. Uh, either this week or next week, whenever they drop that, and uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about uh, about the debut and and all of this, and uh, you'll get to see my ugly face. That's that's my shameless plug. All right. Well, thank you there again, Brand. Another applause there. All that. So so are you, so you're performing on the the five six one as well. Yeah, yeah, on the green screen. They, they actually they emailed me and they said, don't wear green. So I kind of want to put a whole green suit on. So all you see is You're just everything else flailing around. around. Uh, oh, that would be I great. The guitar. I won't do that. Yeah, the guitars. You yeah. Can... yeah, all you just see is everything but me. Maybe, Maybe a, cool a cool hat. hat. There you go. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you got to make it special, man. But yeah, no, very, very excited to uh, make an appearance with them. Uh, they will be uh, our our very first in-studio guest as we mentioned earlier uh the kill billies will be our very first in-studio guests uh first, first wednesday, wednesday in february 101st um, right so, oh, oh god i, I, no, I don't no, even know no 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 i'm sorry 102 right because your first one's yes yes coming up next week oh my god that sounds crazy um but yes uh uh so i guess our 102nd episode I feel like I'm going to stop counting after that. It's just going to be, we're just going to be perpetually doing things. Right. Right. At this point. point. Excellent. Um, well, yeah, man. I, I forgot to, I forgot to mention Brad. We'll, we'll have to definitely figure out. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll next time I come up, I got a game for Christmas. It's basically, it's a, of course it's a drinking game here and it's a, I love it. and uh, so basically it's like kind of like operation. It's one of those games you see in the, the, the arcade, you know, you got to kind of take your, Take the little wand and not touch the sides. This is crazy. I don't know if you can hear that, but yep. So I, I could totally hear it. So too bad we couldn't hook this up to the shot callers there. So again, check out the shot oh, callers we, on his show. Li- listen, buddy, we could, we could, 
We just have to put somebody in charge of they, every, every time they hear the squealing. Oh, my God. They hit the charge. This is worse than trivia, then. That's awesome. Where did that come from? Um, do you know where it came from? Besides the box? <laughs> we'll find out. We'll, we'll let you know. We'll get. We'll, we'll find out. No, I love that. We'll have our people okay. get to our people. So, yes. 100%. Listen, I, I just want to say one more thing. It's more personal with you. Um, so our new studio has a door out into our backyard, right? So that opens up a world of possibilities of outdoor horrendous shenanigans for season three. Oh, boy. Um, because we could just put a camera right out of, of a window and we could witness the chaos that may be happening outside. Um, so all the things that we didn't want to do in the legendary JNC lounge because it was enclosed, we can now do just outside uh, of our new studio. Um, so we, 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 we have a world of very, very fun, torturous things. Why do to I, put our why I see through. like pig wrestling and jello, jello, jello wrestling or something to that effect? I think, I think you're taking oh, the thoughts, thoughts right, right out of oh, my oh, mind. Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm Yes. So you don't have to apologize. Uh, you're just you're just uh quantifying two, everything. Two minds think alike. So now that's no that's that's, that's I, hey look, I can't wait to see can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see the new studio. You know, again it's usually it's good to as you mentioned, taking taking a little bit of time to take a little break to reset and kind of recharge and come back fresh because then there's a lot of times I feel that way when I haven't touched the drums in a while, and it's like, and then I get back on it. It's like, oh, man, this just feels great. It's just like right, a right. sense of, you know, you know new was, ideas was, and creativity. I was just telling Jordan today, I was like, I can't. I was just sitting in here, and I was just like, I can't wait to to get back in the saddle. I can't wait for the next podcast. I'm so excited. And uh, and, and we're just, we're we're, we're stoked to get back into it so thank you so much paul for having me on and uh and let me run my mouth about all the things i do man and, and getting to catch up with you is always a pleasure man yeah yeah you got it so again cheers i still got a little bit of uh my hot butter rum and to have a little bit more again tonight's gonna get a little cool that one and uh and I switched it up, and I did switch over to Jupiter Rum. So again, they're they got some upcoming guests, and uh, is that their butterscotch? That is their butterscotch. Yes, it is. So we'll have to. That sounds delicious. And try so, and uh, so forth. So they're they're going to be our Facebook group uh, top contributor sponsor. So they've got some nice goodies uh, for our top contributor there. So get into if you're listening to this, come over and join on our Facebook group. Drums and Rums Facebook group. It's a great group, folks sharing you know information about rums, stories about drumming, and if you want to learn about either things, there's a lot of great people who know a lot about things in there, and it's just great uh, community we're trying to build up there. So again, if you're a top contributor of things that are related to those two things, you know once you're at the top at the end of the month, then you got you can win some free swag from uh, some of our fellow uh, podcast uh, sponsors and so forth. So stop by and check it out. All right, so Mr. Brock, again, congrats on season three. We will be following along. You know, we always tune in uh, every Wednesday, and and I occasionally will at harass us. I will, I will, <laughs> I will occasionally will at people in the Facebook chat that I don't know when I'm playing the I music love it. music game. It's the best part. It's the best <laughs> part. 
So, all right, everybody, I appreciate and I thank Mr. Brad Brock for joining us on the Drums and Rums podcast, episode number 80. Check out Jams and Cocktails coming up here, new season three. Check him out. Again, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but we did talk about his song, Once Upon a Bottle of Rum. But check out, again, if you if you enjoy that tune, download it, support him. He's a musician as well. He's got a couple other uh, albums out there, full albums out there as well. So, Check out. He's got a lot of great music there to check out. So, you know, that's part I know we didn't talk a whole lot about, but we definitely got a whole lot more. We'll definitely uh, stay in touch and so So have a great night, and thanks, Brad, for stopping by. Talk to you soon. Cheers, my friend. If you like what we're doing here at Drums and Rums, we have a Patreon link to help with setting up interviews and creating content that you find entertaining and interesting. Also, if you'd like to sponsor, advertise on the podcast, or if you want to come on as a guest to promote something related to the show, email me at info at drumsandrums.com. Lastly, I want to thank Brad Brock Toon, titled Once Upon a Bottle of Rum, and check out his podcast, Jams and Cocktails. Thanks again for listening, where the backbeats meet the spirits. <laughs>